0: between uh, the Washington right. and Beijing trade negotiators that was postponed. What's, what's the significance of that?
1: Yeah, I think uh, oh, the two parts. One is China shows very constrained, if, uh, even though the US shows very aggressive on the TikTok, on the Huawei, you know, on the technology and uh, diplomatic level. Uh, so, But China's attitude is still very constrained. So I think that's point number one. But point number two, I think the I uh, China still very uh, very aggressive uh attitude to uh, import uh agricultural products. The uh the uh, especially on the soybean side, the 2020 soybean import level is about three three point six five million US dollar in two thousand twenty one four point three five US dollars. So in total two years I it would be uh, eight uh, 80 billion U.S. dollars. So mm. uh, so that uh, is uh, very still on the target. But that uh, uh, was re-evaluated for the phase one trade deal because of this uh, trade talk continues.
0: Okay. Yanan, thank you very much indeed. Okay. Good to talk to you. That's Yanan Wu, chairman of Zheng Rongbao. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In the markets, the ASX200 in Australia is off about three-quarters of a percent. The Nikkei 225 in Japan down about 0.1%. Markets in South Korea closed for a holiday this morning, but the Hang Seng does look like it will add about 70 points at the open. oil is trading at $45.06 a barrel, and gold right now is slipping uh, to $1,937 an ounce. Thank you very much for listening this morning. Do please stay tuned for Back Chat with Hugh Chiverton and Mike Rouse coming up in just a moment. The weather forecast, a few showers, isolated thunderstorms at first. There is a thunderstorm warning in force. Going to be hot with sunny intervals during the day and a maximum temperature of about 32 degrees. It is 28 degrees right now out of the observatory. 87% relative humidity. 8.32, Samantha Butler has the half-hour news.
2: New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has delayed next month's election to October the 17th after a renewed coronavirus outbreak hampered campaigning. She made the announcement at a news conference. I have decided on balance to move the election by four weeks to the 17th of October. At the end of last week, I was advised that this date is achievable and presents no greater risk than had we retained the status quo. A cluster of cases in Auckland has grown to 49, ending 102 days without community transmission and forcing the city into lockdown. Ms Ardern's Labour Party is on track to win office in its own right without the two coalition partners it needed during its first term. The main investigative committee of the U.S. House of Representatives has called on top figures in the Postal Service to testify at an emergency hearing on August the 24th amid allegations of widespread mail delays and potential interference by President Trump. Democrats have expressed concern that Postmaster General Louis DeJoy introduced policy changes to the Postal Service that risk causing havoc with mail-in votes for November's presidential election. The top Democrat in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, demanded similar hearings in the upper chamber and called for the removal of Mr DeJoy should he refuse.
3: Call Mr DeJoy, call the head
4: of the postal commission for them and ask them why they're doing these things and see what answers they're getting. And if Mr DeJoy refuses to appear, he should be stamped return to sender.
2: Opposition supporters in the Belarusian capital Minsk have staged their biggest rally yet to protest against last week's disputed poll, which re-elected President Alexander Lukashenko. Reporters at the scene estimate that between 1 to 200,000 opposition supporters filled the city centre waving red and white flags and flowers. President Lukashenko, who ruled the ex-Soviet country for a quarter of a century, is accused of rigging the elections to give himself 80 percent of the vote. Here's the BBC's Jonah Fisher.
3: President Lukashenko's fate is likely not to rest on the streets but in Moscow. Russia sees Belarus as its own backyard and President Putin is no fan of people's revolutions. Discussions about security assistance have already taken place and some sort of Russian intervention remains a distinct possibility.
2: You're listening to the news on RTHK.
5: Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Hugh Chewett and your co-host today, Mike Rouse. Mike, good morning to you. Good morning, Hugh. Today we're talking about new approaches to dealing with COVID-19. Authorities are rushing, as we've been hearing, to contain an outbreak at the container terminal to avoid a shutdown of the facility which handles most of the imports into the city. And the CHP confirmed 74 new cases yesterday. According to reports, a number of government departments are discussing various measures including the use of technology. One said the government hoped to find a contractor to develop a virus notification system and app so that once a user had been positively diagnosed, the system could notify other users that had been near the confirmed patient at the same time. And pro-establishment lawmakers are encouraging authorities to adopt a health code, which would give certain privileges to people who pass the test, like entering and exiting the city and using certain public facilities and dining in. But pan-democratic lawmakers have suggested there may be privacy concerns and are worried the authorities could manipulate the system to track and restrict the movements of the public. And an effort at mass testing is expected to be launched next week with the hope that millions will take part in that. Well, what do you think of these ideas? Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page, Bank Chat on RTHK Radio 3. You can Email us, bankchat.rthk.hk is the address, or you can call us, and our telephone number is 233 266. We're joined uh, for the first part of this program by Dr. Kwak Kaki, Civic Party Lawmaker, and Dr. Eraseena Ma, President of the Hong Kong Public Doctors Association. Others will be joining us, including an IT specialist, um, after the news at uh, nine. A uh, couple of emails just before we start uh, related to. Uh, discussion last week. Uh, This first from Bowen, who says, "Uh, David Zweig observed in last Friday's sensitively moderated discussion that Beijing could not understand or did not have some of the important information about Hong Kong, for example, data about people's identity. As one listened to the show, one had to wonder if that lack of understanding and information was due to Beijing's having sought to fathom Hong Kong, mostly through people like another guest on the show, Andrew Lung and avenues like those seminars with businessmen he kept referring to. Beijing will never understand, for example, why the 831 package had been rejected by probing people like Andrew Lung, who hinted it's being resurrected next year. Most Hong Kongers can see through the fatal defect of the package. If the contest in future CE elections is only going to be between candidates like Carrie Lam and Regina Yip, or Junius Ho and Stanley Ng, or Paul Chair, While sensible politicians like Albert Ho or Alan Lung cannot possibly get into the race, the result can only be more oppression and less democracy, as whoever wins the election will claim the legitimacy to ram through more unpopular measures on behalf of Beijing. On a practical level, popular elections of the CE are important only if Hong Kong is given a high level of autonomy. Since the CPG now claims comprehensive jurisdiction over Hong Kong, any popular election of the CE will just confer on the candidate who wins the election popular mandate to govern in strict accordance with the orders of Beijing. Jing. Uh, Popular elections are also a matter of the electorate's perception of candidates' public personas but a critical examination of the public personas of the present and the last CEs, before and after their assuming office, should be enough to convince anybody that public personas prior to any future so-called election of the CE just will not mean anything That is from Bowen And Sam says uh, If the Hong Kong journalists are losing their press freedom under the new security laws introduced by China, they need to go away and return later as public may be getting wary too. There is so much toxicity in the media out there with the pawns, protesters and pandems are on a collision course with destiny US-China trade moves serenely and appears healthy If USA assume Puerto Ricans' future is for Puerto Ricans, then why must USA and UK meddle in the future of Hong Kong? It's, again, toxic thinking. That comes from Sam. Uh, Some other emails on uh, different topics, which we'll get to maybe a little bit later. But let's uh, kick in with the virus. Right. Good morning, Dr. Ma. Good
6: morning.
3: Uh, We've got three new-ish ideas floating around. Uh, a new app on your mobile phone, uh, a health code with sort of privileges for people, uh, possible privileges for crossing the border or uh, migration issues, and mass testing. What do you think of those three ideas? Do you like any of them, or not too keen on them?
6: Um, personally, uh, about um, getting or or joining certain kind of health code in order to get into the mainland. Uh, uh, across to the border, I cannot say I have any opinion about that anyway. It's the regulation uh, 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 or, uh, ordered by the mainland government, so if you're to go there, you, you need to follow their instructions. So I have nothing to say about that. Um, but about um, uh, getting the health code in Hong Kong and, and in order to force you to test it and also openly show your healthcare, health status in order to, for you to do the very basic things, uh, I don't think it is a privilege. Actually, you're you just, doing, you, you just uh, executing your basic right. i really against this idea. About the um, uh, uh, pan-population uh, viral testing, um, personally, I have doubts about that program. I have doubts about uh, whether we got enough resources for it, whether it is uh, really useful for controlling the, uh, the, the pandemic. I think we should, uh, for the viral testing, we should uh, concentrate on four groups of uh, uh, targeted or at-risk uh, people Uh, the cross-border people, uh, the contact people, the people with symptoms, and also the uh, OH home uh, uh, workers. Uh, So I don't uh, really support the idea about testing the whole population, especially uh, doing it over weeks for one-point testing. Actually, it is quite useless for for controlling the uh, transmission uh, in our society.
3: What about the app, which would um, I, I allegedly or reportedly alert you if you'd been in contact with someone who was had been diagnosed would, would the app be useful? Um, i know
6: that uh, it has been applied in some country at certain time point, like south korea but even in a uh, country like south korea they have a uh, um uh, uh, quite a, uh, a, a, a academic uh, a democracy uh, the people can monitor the government uh, they have a counselor with a power to criticize the government people uh, have the control to monitor government people still quite uh, have such a certain controversy about the app about the uh, the, the privacy and so on so for uh, places like Hong Kong uh, we have no right uh, to criticize monitor or even uh, 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 actually, we have, even the government uh, don't disclose the details of the program to us, and uh, there's so many conspiracy going on uh, 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 promoting this kind of app. Uh, actually, it will really um, uh, um, uh, bring a lot of worries to the poor population. So personally, I also against this app, I think um, this is the more useful thing is try to uh, uh, change the behavior of our citizens and um, cut down the uh, the social activity as much as possible and cut down the um, number of locally transmitted transmission as possible rather than. Uh, building on those apps and try and make people uh, being uh, 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 suspicious about people around you.
3: Right. Dr. Kwok, not a lot of support there from Dr. Ma. What do you think?
7: Um, so we need to think uh, why, you know, we're having this, uh, the third wave of the infection. It was very clear from uh, many uh, scientific evidence that this present wave of uh, out of the spread of epidemics, they actually originated from the so-called exempted policy, in which uh, probably 300,000 people have been travelling with testing at the border. I think that is a whole issue. So if we are doing anything addressing the...
5: Sorry, we've lost you, Dr. Quot. Can you hear me? Yeah, uh, go,
7: go Yeah. Go <laughs> So if we are not doing anything to address the wood problem, we are not able to actually curb the spread of the disease. It is very clear. So uh, what the government is trying to do, the so-called the uh, population testing, doesn't really help us to address the issue because just by doing the so-called population test, it's only able to test who is carrying the virus. But the virus is actually keeping coming into Hong Kong at our borders because of the so-called exempted policy. So if the government is still reluctant to address to issue in which we are having a lot of people exempt with, uh, under the exempted policy coming in Hong Kong without really testing, we can never be able to do so.
3: But wouldn't it be uh, identify the asymptomatic people who are already wandering around? Yes.
7: No, I'm, you can do whatever things, but mind you, the root of the problem. We have been more than 20 days without any single cases. Uh, before we, the government introduced the so-called the enlarged exempted policy, we have t- more than 20 days without any single cases. In Macau and also in Taiwan, you know Taiwan without any health code, but Taiwan is only having uh, slightly more than 400 cases. They don't have any code. They just do whatever testing they could be at the border. And that is a as simple as that. Any countries without addressing this core issue, we're, not, we're unable to really to look into the problem.
5: I, I think, but the idea isn't the idea of the health code not so much to to uh, stop an outbreak. Uh, but to uh, allow a little bit more economic activity to bring our lives back to normal because, obviously, the vast majority of people, huge majority of people uh, in Hong Kong don't have COVID. And if those people, if we can identify those people, that's all we have to do, then they can have evening meals and so on and they can go about their business uh, in, in the normal way. And so we can get the economy going again.
7: <laughs> I think the situation is too naive. The coke is only... Effective for about seven days, because the incubation period is slightly—you know—most of the incubation period of the COVID-19 is seven days. So if you tested today, you said to be normal. In next week, I really don't know whether you are carrying the virus or not. Number one, and people in Hong Kong is actually walk—you uh, know—they are traveling around in the city, and we have been able to mix with a lot of people, so-called exempted people coming into Hong Kong, you know, every single day. So how could we possibly, unless you are doing a test every single week, can, uh, do we afford to do so? You know, with the slight estimation, taking into the whole population, 7 million, is quoted to be $300 uh, per test. That means we need to spend $2.2 um, 2 every for the one exercise, for one single exercise. If you're really doing that on a weekly basis, we will be spending about, you know, up to 100 billion. Are we going to spend that sum of money? You know, it's as simple as you just stop the people with exempted policy coming in Hong Kong. As simple as that. Test. You you spend mid billions of dollars to test the whole population, but you don't test the people coming in. So, so ridiculous. So ridiculous. You know, so brainless. So I think it is very really very annoying that we see our government is so incompetent in dealing with the whole
3: issue right. Dr Kwok I, and Dr Mai in a moment but Dr Kwok first what What do you make of the situation in New Zealand where after 102 days without any new reported cases suddenly there's a new outbreak is it it's coming from imported products or silent carriers in the community
7: now I really cannot say anything about the possibility of coming people uh, from, uh, you know, uh, from elsewhere. Even if you test it in like places in New Zealand, there may be people without the so-called the, um, adequate numbers of the virus content to be tested, number one. And they have, you know, there's always a loophole at any single borders that people can come in, you know, without really have the ability to test. But in Hong Kong... The situation is quite uh, simple. We have only a few borders. You know, the airport, uh, the Sun uh, Bay border, and also the uh, Hong kong Macau bridges. We have only three very important uh, borders. We just do it, you know, stringently. Test every single person coming in with the COVID test. And that's all.
3: But that's that's people, isn't it? What about goods? Uh, People are talking of finding the virus on... On Brazilian chicken legs and and other products,
7: we need to test every single imported goods uh, at the border by taking a so-called environmental sample. Yes, we we should do so, but that is different from testing the population, you know, weekly on a weekly basis. This doesn't make any sense at all.
3: Right, Doctor Ma.
6: Actually, um, I have gone through, um, read through the uh, Lucillean report and actually Lucillean is a good example and tell us what is the uh, right thing uh, to, in order to uh, cut down the communication and definitely health code is not the same. First of all, uh, for the reason for the newly small-scale outbreak in New Zealand, uh, I I personally, I believe uh, in the world government investigation, uh, the group, the family is likely uh, get infected from the imported um, uh, frozen uh, uh, Brazilian uh, uh, poultry products. So because uh, New Zealand, they have no um, uh, uh, local cases for uh, 120 days, So even you have some silent um, carrier in the community, but um, those silent carriers, first of all, they're silent. Secondly, for so long time, it's very likely that even they have the virus, Their virus are coated with the antibody, so it is not really contagious. And also, when you go through a resilience policy, they have very, very good border control for everyone that is into their border, they need to be tested. And once they are tested or when they are waiting for the result at what's under quarantine, they're not just asking them to stay in the hotel or in their home. They, if they're staying in the government monitor quarantine facilities. So that's, and also, Luciland take a very uh, cautious approach. They don't uh, um, uh, reactivate the economic activity uh, by just uh, one month or uh, uh, 20 days, uh, 28 days, and no local cases.
3: So your your answer? Very
6: good lockdown for 120 days, low local cases. So they're not relying on those kind of health
3: codes. Relying
6: for very uh, very very stringent uh, lockdown and uh, 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 border control um, measures.
3: Strict control at the borders is is your answer then?
6: Yes, I think the tight control at the border, and we can only uh, reactivate our economic activity after a very long time and very low level of uh, transmission in our community. And Hefkirk cannot admit that. And Hong Kong is not ready for reactivate vigorous um, uh, uh, economic activity at this stage. And definitely, there are still uh, quite a number of um, low uh, transmission in our society. So use any measures and try to reactivate the economic activity um, prematurely. It definitely will bring another wave of outbreak.
5: I think it's unclear yet what what actually happened in New Zealand. But uh, if there are, as you say, these hidden uh, cases, um, the mass testing, mass community testing, surely the way to expose those, that's the way forward.
6: Um, Actually, um, for this virus, especially before the vaccine is available for everyone, for everywhere of the world, um, you, 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 you should expect that there is uh, always been some silent cases or silent carrier in our community. This is also the reason why uh, we must keep a very cautious uh, economic activity, a very uh, stringent uh, mask-wearing and hand-washing, and high hygiene uh, measures uh, for a very long time. Um, just uh, premature. Uh, uh, just uh, always uh, uh, occupied by the idea of we re- prema- uh, reassume Resume our previous um, economic statistics pattern prematurely, it must bring back to the disease. We can, we can see this in Europe, we can see this in America, and that's what's happening
5: right now. Uh- uh, Quite Qu- 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 um, isn't it? A question of you can do all of these things, surely, and and all of them. None of them are the perfect solution, but all of them together, um, they all help. Yeah, you can follow up with your ideas of of closing the borders and monitoring more carefully the exemptions uh, and so on. But at the same time, and when things clear up a little bit, then you could introduce a health code. The app has proved to be of some use in other places. It's not the complete solution, but it but it, it may help. Um, so you know, uh, or you know, use all of these things at the same time why not or stagger them so that you introduce them to uh, alleviate the problems facing the economy in in, in hong kong uh as, now, in, when you now, can
7: okay let me, let me give you one point now for the health code even in mainland china it's usually used for people who traveling from one city to another it's actually not very useful for you know the so-called the uh, you know going to the any shopping mall or going to a restaurant it doesn't make any sense at all because if you're carrying the so-called health code we, without really testing, uh, you know, diligently, you are just giving the people a false sense of security. You know, people maybe have a silent carrier tested today, on next month, probably he, he or she is carrying a virus because you are not doing it on a weekly basis. So how could you possibly, you know, you are encouraging people to go to more public places because you care, you have done the test on, you know, just like today on the 17th of August. But you are moving how, how is it
5: actually used on the mainland? I thought, I thought it was pretty widespread <laughs> on the mainland.
7: Mainland is very entirely different. They have a very complicated system. They would not allow people to go in from one uh, part of the city to another when they are doing their lockdown. Hong Kong has never been locked down. You're living in one site, You are able to travel to Causeway Bay or Central. <coughs> Unlike in mainland China, people are actually forbidden to move at that very moment. And secondly, it's more useful if you are traveling from one place to another. Say, if you're going from Hong Kong to Macau or something. probably, yes, this code may be helpful. But even doing so, look in China, look at China. If you, any single people going from Hong Kong to China today, they need to be tested and they have to the quarantine a mandatory quarantine in a hotel for 14 days. This is what are doing in mainland China. They are so diligently requiring people to follow the strict quarantine rules. But how, now in Hong Kong, we are doing nothing on the rest so-called stringent uh, quarantine rule. How come, you know, we are doing, you know, much less, uh, in you know, in, in actually uh, observing the standard of the quarantine? You know, it is very, very, very frustrating. And yes. if you look into, if you really want to make this, so-called health really effective, as I
3: mentioned, do every single week. Are we going to spend £100 billion on just doing a test? So right. stupid. Well, apart from the exempted people, um, which you said are a very, a very large number and you're querying the justification for such a large number and saying we should be much more careful, uh, when people do come back and they're in quarantine, uh, at home or in a hotel for a month. Are you satisfied that that's being s- strictly monitored?
7: So that's the point, that you need to monitor the people coming into Hong Kong from any places, including mainland Macau, overseas. They're all the same, you know, test them. I, I just we have been done in the airport, you know, people need to be tested negative before they're allowing to get into the community, number one. And secondly, if we are not sure about the so-called home quarantine, other people who stay in the hotel for 14 days, There, what has been done so far in Shenzhen. And so the, if you are quoting the example, they are effective because they are not doing the home quarantine for people traveling into mainland China. You know, so this is so simple. If you want to copy the, 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 the example from China, just copy what has been done in Shenzhen. They have no exemption. Everyone to be tested. Even the, for the lorry driver, they need to, to be tested every single day before they allowed to enter uh, China. You know that. Mm-hmm. Every single day, they need to be tested.
3: So we should copy what works. You're saying. Yeah,
7: you, you, but they are not doing the test on a weekly basis. Even in Mainland, you know that. And we are doing the so-called very stupid testing, <laughs> giving the people a false sense of security, but not observing any quarantine. Uh, rules in the border, does it help? I don't think it helps at all. We are not addressing the wood problem.
5: All right, uh, an echo of that to some uh, emails. Uh, Phil says uh, this testing is a complete waste of time. Testing merely gives you a snapshot at one point in time. I was tested several weeks ago and was negative, but it doesn't mean I'm negative now. It's a complete waste of time. Resources should be put into testing everyone entering Hong Kong and also those with symptoms. Right now it takes uh, the uh, Department of Health about six days to come back with a result. Use resources wisely, even those that are obviously part of propaganda, please. That comes uh, from Phil. Jay says, as we have seen in Hong Kong, now there are too many weak links, so the virus is going to get in. The only way to stop it was to seal the borders, as we found before. Most people will not put the app on their phone. Companies are spending millions trying to stop spyware. Let's cut to the chase. Why doesn't the government say everybody has to put a spyware chip in their phone? No need to bother with anybody else's spyware, only compulsory. End of story. That comes uh, from uh, Jay. And uh, Dan on Facebook says whatever system uh, is built to facilitate travel in the COVID era needs to be coordinated with the mainland authorities and other nations in Asia from the start. I am or was a frequent traveller to Shenzhen, Dongguan, Singapore and Taiwan for business. Imagine trying to meet the differing requirements for just those few destinations. Coordinate or Disintegrate. That comes uh, from Dan. Thank you very much indeed for uh, those thoughts. Uh, once again, our email address is backchat.rthk.hk uh, You can go to our Facebook page, Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, thank you very much indeed for joining us in the first part of the programme this morning. Kwok Key, Civic Party lawmaker and Dr. Arasina Ma, who's President of the Hong Kong Public Doctors uh, Association. Uh, ben Cowling will be joining us uh, after the news at uh, nine uh, and also... Uh, Alex Hong, who's the chairman of the Hong Kong New Emerging Technology Education uh, Association. If you've got questions or comments from them, uh, those are the venues. So of course, uh, best of all, uh, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. And our telephone number, of course, is 233 The weather now before the news at nine. Uh, the thunderstorm warning is now, in is now in place, effective until at least uh, 11 o'clock today. And today we expect a few showers with isolated thunderstorms at first, hot with sunny intervals tools during the day, temperatures up to 32 degrees. The outlook hot with sunny intervals tools and in a few showers tomorrow. 28 degrees now, humidity
2: 84%. Such as no to the muzzle and the virus does not exist. Spain has the highest number of coronavirus cases in Western Europe. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back.
5: This is Backchat on a uh, Monday morning with Mike Rouse and me, Hugh Chewitt. And we're talking about uh, aspects of COVID-19 and new approaches to uh, dealing with the outbreak in uh, in Hong Kong, including technological uh, approaches. Uh, we are joined for the second part of the program by Benjamin Cowling, head of the Division of Epidemiology and Biostatistics at the University, Hong Kong University of uh, Public Health, School of Public Health and Alex Hung, who's chairman of the Hong Kong New Emerging Technology Education Association. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Call us, 233 We'll put you on air. Uh, or you can email back, chat at rthk.hk, with your thoughts, and we'll do our best to uh, read them out, although we may have to edit for length and relevance. Uh, or you can comment on our Facebook page and everyone can see your thoughts there. That's Chat on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, let's see, just a couple maybe of uh, comments that are uh, kind of unrelated. OK, Mary says, over the weekend, while the police were busy ticketing hikers on country park trails for not wearing masks... And domestic helpers enjoying their one day of freedom for social distancing. No action was being taken against the dozens of illegally parked vehicles near busy MTR exits and other areas of high pedestrian traffic. Some park on bus stops, blasting commuters. While the elderly, young kids, pregnant women, the disabled are gasping for for breath under their masks in the 34-degree heat, drivers can sit in aircon comfort and engulf others with hot vehicle fumes. For sure, the majority of sensible folk find the selfish attitude of drivers far more despicable and dangerous to public health and removing a mask out in the fresh air under a blazing sunshine that experts have advised quickly kills the virus how come the community how come the authorities no come up with measures to reduce stress on the community like banning vehicles from parking within say 50 meters of mtr exits bus stops and other areas with heavy pedestrian flow that thought from uh, mary um, thanks very much indeed for that uh, and uh, Jim says how does the government strongly support gathering of 7.4 million people in Hong Kong for urgent Covid testing and yet not a gathering of a mere 4.4 million registered voters That's a reference to the election that comes from Jim thanks for that uh, Good morning Ben Morning it's a, Ben this
3: is the fourth time you and I have uh, been discussing on a Monday this virus. That there's going to be talk, you know. Um, what do you in the first half of the show the the proposed app, the health code, and the mass testing idea didn't get a lot of support from the two doctors we had on. Then, what do you make of them?
8: Uh, for the app, I think there's two reasons we could consider using it. One is to help with contact tracing. So if people are using the the code then it's easier to figure out where they've been. And then the second reason to use it is for movement restriction. So if you remember, there was an outbreak in Lick State a few months ago. If everyone was using the app, then maybe people who live in Lick State, their app would turn red and then they, they have to stay at home. But I don't think there's a lot of public support for either of those two applications right now. Um, in other countries, there's been a debate about whether data from such apps would be held by the government or would be held anonymously by a responsible third-party company. And I think other countries have chosen to go with a decentralised approach where the government does not have access to that information. Of course, in mainland China, the government does have access to that kind of information and a lot of other information about people's movements. And that's why they're so good at contact tracing, because they know where
3: everybody is all the time. But it would depend on everyone downloading it. Well,
8: everyone's got to have the app. And also there's CCTV with facial recognition everywhere. They're tracking the mobile phone movements because the phone's registered to each person. And so they have an enormous amount of information about everybody all the time, which really, really helps with contact tracing. But I think in Hong Kong, in other parts of the world, there's a reluctance to allow governments to to have that much information about individual people.
3: Mm. Um, the health code?
8: So the, I think the health code is going to be difficult to implement in practice, and again... I think people are going to be reluctant to allow the government to have that much information, the kind of information that, that would be necessary to implement a health code. So I, so far, I haven't uh, seen a lot of public support for it, and I'm not sure how that would, would change in the coming few months.
3: The mass testing?
8: Uh, so, in mainland China, mass testing has oh, worked yeah. really well. So the concept has been in, in Beijing, remember there was an outbreak, they just lock it down, lock down the city test everybody, mop up the, the residual infections that they identify and then things can go back to normal. In Hong Kong, we can't do a lockdown. So mass testing wouldn't be as effective. If you just do it once, that gives you a snapshot of who, who's infected on, and who's shedding the virus on that day. But a week later, it'll be different people. So unless you're going to repeat this again and again and again, uh, I think it's not going to be a very useful strategy. And it's extremely expensive, extremely expensive.
3: What would you rather see us focus on then? Because the government uh, is investment,
8: tray- in, investment in test and trace so that we can really track down with a targeted approach people who may have been infected and use that approach to inconvenience a small number of people rather than inconveniencing everybody, and then figuring out how to do more effective social distancing. It means better arrangements for working from home, reduction in, in crowding in offices. But at the same time, don't spend a lot of effort in trying to prevent transmission in places where transmission's not even occurring, like country parks. There's no need to put a lot of effort into preventing COVID from spreading on the top of hills in the forests of Hong Kong because that's not where it's spreading.
5: Isn't it, with the mass testing, isn't it uh, not? All or nothing. It's better if you have. It's better if you have as many tests as possible. The more you have, the more cases you can discover.
8: Uh, yeah, that's right. So if we were to test seven million people in Hong Kong today, I guess we might find a hundred or two hundred people that are infected, and the remaining almost seven million people negative. Yeah. And so that's an enormous amount of money to, to get mostly negative results. We could still find most of those one hundred plus people who are currently infected but not yet recognized as infected. We could find many of those people by contact tracing. We wouldn't find everyone, but it would be a much more efficient way to find the majority of infected persons and then target those kind of strategies rather than just doing a a scattergun approach of trying to find, you know, trying to do mass testing, which anyway, I don't think there'll be a lot of public support for. I don't think 7 million people would really agree to be tested. You don't think so? You don't think that's going to work? I, I think that a lot of people, from what I understand, a lot of people would be reluctant about about going to do the test, submitting their samples and their information, uh, and so on. So I, 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 I'm a little bit reluctant about the whole idea.
3: How about if it's made mandatory?
8: Um, I, I'm not sure how that could be enforced.
3: And well, the, 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 I think the legal tools are there. You mean the enforcement of the of the legal tools?
8: Well, if, if two million people refuse to do it. Is that too many people that are going to prison?
3: What are the legal tools? What are the uh, under that the uh, ERO, the infec- infectious disease ordinance? Oh, okay, that. right. That there's something you yeah, can order things.
8: I, I think I think the government could try pretty hard to get people to, to play along, but but it's, it's a risky approach because if there's mass disobedience, it's just yet another way. Um, that the government discovers people are not that happy with with its performance recently.
3: All right. Also, also with us this half of the show is Alex Hong, Chairman Hello. of the Hong Kong New Emerging Technology Education Association. Good morning.
4: Yeah. Good morning.
3: Uh, presumably, your your members are interested in the app. What's mm-hmm. What's happening there?
4: Okay. Um, um, okay. The first thing is about the tracing uh, the tracing app. Uh, I want to uh, actually. I, I have a suggestion for the government, uh, the Hong Kong government. Before um, in the, in these uh, few days, um, actually we can um, technically, Okay, we can uh, make sure um, um, the public. Okay, now now the problem uh, we are having is uh, whether our information will be released to the Hong Kong government because uh, all the people in Hong Kong are concerning about our privacy and um uh, but the, but what we want to have the wireless uh, uh, tracing app uh, in fact uh, we can uh, make sure okay uh, the government doesn't know uh, really doesn't know where actually we have been and uh, um, how how we can uh, develop such app okay because uh, we, 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 uh, we have we don't have a lot of time and uh, actually we can uh, rely on uh, some uh, successful, uh application uh, in other countries okay and uh, you will you will make, make our development time uh, shorter okay uh but uh, of course uh, we, we we need our Hong Kong government to adopt this approach uh because uh, if we try to develop something which is uh we we haven't built before okay uh, because i'm from an ip background uh, we will uh, we will have a lot of uh, technical difficulty and also, uh, in, uh, just such as in uh, France and also in, in Australia, uh, they have a bad experience uh, that if your app, uh, the first time, is not very good uh, to, be de- to be deployed, And uh, um, the citizens will, uh, will be reluctant to install it.
3: Well, surely any, and, app, you know, any app depends on the willingness of the vast majority of people to download it in the first place. Well, you can have the, the world's most perfect app, but if the citizens oh, okay. of Hong Kong don't okay, download sure. it onto their phones, okay. then what yeah. have you got?
4: Um, no, actually, uh, okay, in our technical world, okay, we have something called uh, uh, open source uh, development. And uh, in fact, uh, I uh, have some. Uh, I did some research. In fact, in Germany, there's an app called Corona uh, One. And which is uh, quite good in, in terms of the idea and also the uh, technology. And now, uh, about one fifth of the population in Germany, uh, they have uh, downloaded this app, and it's uh, quite successful. And in fact, I want to tell uh, more about how it can help and uh, how to protect uh, the privacy of the public and also at the same time of the. Uh, the the tracing of um, uh, the virus, okay? In fact, uh, the the use of uh, the technology of uh, Apple and Google uh, to generate um, an identifier, which is uh, we will uh, change in 10 to 15 minutes in every uh, mobile phone. And then this code, uh, this uh, identifier, will be uh, uh, make use of the Bluetooth uh, Uh, low-energy transfer uh, to uh, to work between different uh, mobile phones. And then if you download the app, and then all the people uh, with mobile phone can uh, exchange the code, okay? Uh, It's when when they exchange the code, okay, the phone will do it automatically. Uh, All the people, they use the phone, they do not know they exchange the code. And these are uh, will, will change in 10 to 15 minutes in uh, in uh, by using hashing and some technology. And then no one knows uh, what the cooks are. And uh, all the phone will uh, will do this thing in the decentralized mode. Once we have uh, one case, for example, you have a uh, uh, one one person is, is not lucky, and then got the coronavirus, and then he voluntarily. Uh, upload his certificate of, um, of uh, having this virus uh, to, to the app. And then you, uh, the app will send this uh, information to uh, to a central server. And then the central server will, will send a message to over the phone, which download the app, and then t- let them know uh, this person with this identity in the last 14 days. Of this, this possible uh, virus.
5: It it, it sounds good. uh, I mean, has it has it proved useful? Has it worked in other places? It works
4: in uh, Germany. Okay, and and this is and this is just what I'm You need to have many
5: people. They they are willing to download the app. Yeah, sure. And you said a fifth, maybe a fifth of the population in Germany. So this is available. What you could just get this from the, the app store anyway. Is this available now?
4: Yeah, 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 it's available, but in German. Okay. okay. And, uh, the language is in German. But uh, if uh, Hong Kong government, they really want to give up, uh, app, as I know uh, from the source, they are now uh, having a tender to invite some uh, companies or universities to develop. But if they develop by themselves, uh, by, by a company, okay, you may take time. Okay other tendering process you know the Hong Kong government they have the tendering process it takes around one to two months and then <laughs> another uh, two to three months to develop and then to deploy and at that time it is uh, by the start of, 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 of a two to one okay we don't the app
5: yeah I, 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 I know about that Mr. Hong. I'm a civil servant um, you know, I, as, okay ben, Benjamin Cowling what, what do you think of the idea of the, the app uh, so,
8: So there are these two different approaches. There's the decentralized approach, which we just heard about with Apple and Google, used in Germany, used in other countries. The responsibility there is on the individual. So if you or me install the app, we can receive updates about whether we might have been exposed to COVID, and we can voluntarily decide ourselves whether to quarantine at home because of that information. The government has no involvement in a decentralized app. But what's being talked about in Hong Kong Is a centralized approach where the government has a database on all of that information. And that's what in many other parts of the world uh, people have been not that enthusiastic about because they're not enthusiastic about the government knowing uh, where they've been, what they've been doing, having all of that information stored on a database, which then might also be vulnerable to hacking uh, and other issues.
5: Okay. A couple of questions uh, from listeners. G says, could one of your guests explain exactly what the proposed method of mass testing in Hong Kong will be? I understand that even with nasal swabs, there are different methods of collection and from which spot in the nose. Also, the suggestion of pooling three to five samples and then testing appears bizarre. Does any other place use this method? And how is it possible to determine exactly who out of the three or five persons is infected? What other place pool samples? So two questions there from G. Um, uh, Professor yep. Cowling, first of all, the, the yep. method... So of-
8: for, the, for the first one, we're still waiting for the fine details of the proposal, Uh, It could be a nasal swab, or it could be a saliva sample. Actually, a saliva sample would be an easier thing to do um, and require less manpower. For the second question of pooling, it's actually a really good idea. So the concept is like this. If you want to test 7 million people, you first get get all the samples, and then you put them in batches of 10, and you do 700,000 tests instead of 7 million tests. Mm. And a small number of those 700,000 tests Will come back positive because one of the 10 people in those pools had COVID. And then you do a second step. You go back to the original 10 mm. of those positives and you test each one to see which of the people was positive. And if you're only expecting a 100 or so of those pools to come back positive, then you do 700,000 tests plus another 100 or so. And that's how you find that the positive individuals. It's a much more efficient approach than doing 7 million tests. And it's been done in Wuhan, when they did 10 million tests, remember, it was done in Beijing. It's done in other parts of the world as well. It's a really sensible idea for mass testing, but you need to be careful not to do too much pooling. If you go 10, 20, 30 samples together, you lose a bit of sensitivity and maybe you miss some people with COVID with low levels of virus.
5: Mm, Interesting. All right, we also had, uh, I remember last week talking to uh, a microbiologist who was concerned about the quality of the testing. Uh, that this mass kind of testing might not be done very well and that that would would have a negative impact? Professor Cowley? Um,
8: I I think we we recognise that that mass testing might not identify every single infected person uh, at the point when the test is done. Maybe it wouldn't be a 100% perfect test. At the same time, if you can pick up most of the people who are infected, particularly the people with high levels of the virus, who would then maybe be more contagious, I think it's already going to help a lot. So in that sense, it's okay. But as I said before, the idea of mass testing, it's an enormous amount of work to find a very small number of infected people. And there might be other more efficient ways to find those, those
5: same people. All right. Peter T says, please ask Dr Cowling whether the current restrictions of only two persons being allowed to eat together in a restaurant is significantly more effective in viral control than if it were relaxed to three persons. This would allow the smallest size direct family of parents and one child to eat together in a restaurant. Current restrictions seem guaranteed to destroy the restaurant business as well as make family feeding very difficult if both parents have full-time jobs. That's from Peter T. Any comment on that?
8: Uh, I, I don't understand the, the restaurant measures. I think that there's not a lot of public health rationale for, for saying two people but not three or four or six or eight. I think the more important thing in restaurants is to space out the tables um, and to reduce the total capacity, maybe a, a 50% capacity limit, is the important thing, not the number of people sitting at one table.
5: OK. Uh, Mike says, finally, on testing. Finally, someone gets it. I've been trying to tell you for the past two weeks. Stop spending outrageous amounts of dollars depending on mass testing. Stay locked down uh, too much longer. Lose your job and you're going to see suicide levels skyrocket. That's from Mike. Uh, who also says, I really like to join intelligent conversations. Maybe I'll try again another topic another day, LOL. Uh, lockdown, or oh, people's homes, that's where more than 50% of the fatalities uh, come from. Uh... Thomas C. in Macau says, Good morning from Macau. Here we follow the developments in Hong Kong. I've heard a lot of talk about developments of apps that need to be downloaded. I can see that as a privacy problem, as it is easy to have an app stream, personal information and location data if the developer intends it. In Macau, we use a government website. Uh, There's a link to that. No apps used. You take a daily screenshot of the QR and you are good to enter all buildings uh, in Macau. Uh, that's from uh, Thomas C. Do you know how that works, Ben Cowling?
8: I, I do not know the details of that, but it sounds a little bit like what's being
4: used in mainland China.
5: Okay, so yeah, that's, a, yes. that's the centralised one the, you're
4: talking but about. But you're the gone. problem is that uh, Macau is much smaller yeah. geographically. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's not easy to apply in Hong Kong as well. And also the privacy law in Hong Kong is, is different from, from Macau. And I don't think a centralised uh, approach can be uh, applied in Hong Kong.
5: Okay, Uh, Gloria says, I think social distancing measures should continue until zero infection cases recorded for some time. Mass testing is not necessary because we're not locking down the city and the problem cannot be contained. Moreover, the testing isn't mandatory. Uh, Jay says, Google already tracks my phone and has all my personal information. I'm sure someone's government or police are looking into my life. I only have to look up a few specific wrong words like how to make guns, bombs, drugs, and the authorities would be on to me. That's uh, from uh, Jay. Also says, why is the government not promoting clear, full face masks to cover the eyes and stop the droplets? Redesign. Then we can all go to restaurants and eat and drink. The main transmission is social business And home, but we need to keep society running. And uh, Paul Zimmerman says, Mass testing is good, but focus the application. Building our testing capacity is a good thing. The capacity should first focus on every person which crosses our boundaries every time they cross. Uh, that comes uh, from Paul Zimmerman. I think that's the, that's the last uh, uh, comment we have from listeners uh, just at the moment. Um, uh, Alex Hong, I mean, it, it, what's the experience overseas? Have people found that technology can help? That these kind of measures, whether it's a centralized sort of health code or an app or something like this, are they of use? Are they popular? Uh,
4: um, you mean that you could pop in our Yeah. In that okay, um, uh, what I suggest is a decentralized uh, approach. Okay, uh, I do not think a centralized approach can can uh, can be uh, supported by the. Uh, citizens in mm. Hong Kong. In fact, uh, we, if we make a centralized approach and uh, all the people will not download the app because uh, they, they, don't, they do not want all the people to track where, uh, where they have been and uh, where, which uh, restaurant or, or which bar they have been. Uh, it doesn't work. But uh, in fact, in fact uh, for the decentralized uh, approach uh, for the app in Hong Kong, you know, uh, actually, I suggest to the government, so we, we use it in, uh, mainly using uh, taxis And also, restaurants, Voice, and also in other uh, uh, public places they have visited, just like the shopping mall. Whenever they they went there, and then they used the app. And then, uh, what I I suggest about uh, the anonymous identifier uh, by using Apple and uh, Google technology, and then have the tracing of them the people and then yeah, for example if uh, in the last 14 days I, I, if I, I need to ask myself where I have been in the last 14 days, it's not easy but if by using the technology you can have a track of uh, every people or every person they, they really want to know okay, course uh, of course it's um, an option whether you want to be tracked or not okay, and uh, if you, I really want to know where I have been uh, in the last 14 days so which people I've met before, and then if uh, one of them has uh, uh, the COVID-19, and then I really have that information, it's so uh, much easier to
3: right. have the, 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 the whole idea, okay? But, but Mr. Hong, if, we, if we're going to do a decentralised one, why don't we just buy the German one and translate it into English or Chinese?
4: Yeah, uh, actually, we need not, not buy the app, okay? we can use the open-source development, okay? Right. In case of now, okay, if the government is now uh, hiring a company or and it'll, 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 it'll first team, a university team, ha- after have the tendering and then they can use, make use of the open-source, and then uh, to, to have the localization into uh, maybe in English the, the and Chinese, uh, Chinese uh, traditional Chinese, and then use in Hong Kong, is much more efficient than develop. The new, the new thing, okay, and uh, it takes uh, the the time is uh, the shortest one, but but actually in Hong Kong because uh, traditionally we we don't use uh, open source a lot, and uh, of course I I, uh, uh, I I really suggest to to have this approach, but I I, I can only suggest that uh, we we can't change it. <laughs>
5: Okay, uh, an email from Rick uh who's put some links in. I I I think the point is uh, in relation to uh limiting two people at a table uh that uh the legislation has exempted group gatherings and one of the exempted group gatherings is group gathering of persons living in the same household so that would be uh, families. I don't know whether that actually applies to um, uh, the, to restaurants and so on. Uh, there's a link from a correspondence uh, to a private club uh, I think. The clubs, As- the clubs are very strict they, it's two people, a table, and a, dis, a gap between them. Yeah, yeah. As are restaurants, yeah, uh, yeah. that I've uh, went to another, over the weekend. Uh, uh, Benjamin Cowling, the other thing, uh, speaking of uh, other places, was uh, what's happening in New Zealand? Do we know what went wrong in New Zealand, and uh, what can we learn from it?
8: It's, it's very instructive, because they were doing so well. They kept the virus out for quite a long period of time, but then somehow, the virus got back in. There's this suspicion that it might have come in on frozen food in some way. I'm I'm not really convinced about that. I think it's more likely that there was an unrecognised infection, maybe a really long incubation period, or maybe something happened that that nobody could anticipate. Infections got into Auckland and then started spreading, and now there's more cases being found every day. They're going to have a little bit of trouble staying on top of it, as we found in Hong Kong with our third wave, but I think they will manage to, to... the, bring the epidemic under control and eventually go back to their elimination strategy. But I think it's the same in, in Hong Kong as well, where we had a period of time with no local cases, but then the virus found a way in, and it will it will find a way sooner or later, and then you have this outbreak where, when people are acting uh, as normal, if you like. And, and-, and for Hong Kong, the lesson is then, mm-hmm. even after this third wave is over, after we have a, a period of time with zero local cases, we may return a little bit more to normal. Maybe we can have larger groups going back out to restaurants again. Restaurants can fill up. Beaches can open. Uh, clubs can open. Gyms can open, etc. But sooner or later, the virus will come back again and we'll have a fourth wave. I-, I think that that's very clear now. I think when our third wave started, some people were a little bit surprised. But no one's going to be surprised in-, in a few months' time When we have a fourth wave and then a fifth wave and so on, and 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 that's going to continue for another six or or twelve months,
5: until we get the until we get the treatment,
8: until we get the vaccine, which is maybe next summer. Hmm.
5: Okay, and and they didn't do anything wrong in New Zealand. It's just
8: I don't think they did anything wrong. I think they did really well, actually. It's just it's difficult to keep the virus out indefinitely. It will find a way in sooner or later, and once the virus is in, in a population that's not having social distancing measures, it will be able to split.
3: Right. One of the disturbing facts that came out in the first half of the show was the very large number of people in Hong Kong are exempted. I, I, Dr Kwok mentioned 300,000. That's Exempted
8: from, from what, sorry?
3: Ex- exempted from the quarantine. They can go backwards and forwards.
8: Yeah, that's right. So it, it, I, I think that is most likely the loophole. Uh, that allowed the third wave to begin. But even if those people had not been exempted, there would have been economic consequences and we still would have had a third wave sooner or later. So I I don't exactly blame the loopholes because we understand the virus, there will be opportunities for the virus to get in sooner or later, if not through one of those loopholes, then through maybe someone with a long incubation period, someone who's in home quarantine with their family and they pass it to their family and spread it out into the community there'd always be opportunities for that for for infection to get into the community
5: okay well professor canning thank many thanks for joining us once again head of the division of epidemiology and biostatistics at the hong kong U school of public health thank you very much indeed alex hong chairman of the hong kong new emerging technology education association and mike rouse many thanks to you fourth wave fifth wave sixth
3: wave (laughs) (laughs) we'll be talking about this for another year
5: give us a break the weather forecast a few showers isolated thunderstorms at first hot with sunny intervals during the day temperatures up to about 32 degrees there's a thunderstorm warning effective until 11 o'clock today and the outlook hot with sunny intervals and a few showers tomorrow the showers increasing in the middle of the week 28 degrees now humidity 84 percent to prevent the spread of covid19 try flexible working hours and staggered meal breaks Wear a
3: mask on public transport. Avoid crowded lifts. Try not to hold large meetings and reduce face-to-face contact with colleagues. Avoid meal gatherings. Stay away from crowds after work. Wash hands frequently and keep the workplace clean. If you feel unwell, stay away from work and see your doctor. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details.
5: 934, the news with Samantha Butler.
2: The president of the Medical Association says fewer private medics will sign up to help collect samples for the government's citywide COVID-19 tests if authorities don't give them enough protective equipment. In its recruitment of private doctors, nurses and dentists for the exercise, which may start as early as next Monday, the government said it would provide gloves and surgical masks. Dr Choi Kean says that's not enough. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has delayed next month's election to October the 17th after a renewed coronavirus outbreak hampered campaigning. A cluster of cases in Auckland has grown to 49, ending 102 days without community transmission and forcing the city into lockdown. And Tokyo shares have opened down after official data showed the nation's economy shrank at a record average.